I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. In a game that was a little frustrating but never stressful, Syracuse takes care of business on the road against Wake Forest, snapping an eight-game losing streak against ACC opponents. I'm Sean. This is the Cuse Militia Podcast. Is that an orange in your pants, or are you just happy Cuse won? Make some noise, orange fans. It's time for the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. Give us a like on Facebook at Q's Militia Podcast and follow on Twitter at Q's Militia. The right of the people to keep and wear orange shall not be infringed. All right, what's up, Q's Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, please share it and hit that subscribe button. We appreciate that. So tonight we're going to go over the uh, Wake Forest game that happened uh, on Saturday afternoon in Syracuse basketball preview for Eastern Washington. Um, that's exciting. We're doing the double dipping officially now. But first, before we get into anything, of course, we got to hear from the folks at my bookie. Uh, simply put, guys, you know the deal, okay? <laughs> I mean, I do say it every episode, so you know. Um, if you're looking for a, if you're looking for a reputable company to to bet with online, basically go to my bookie. And they're not just reputable, and they don't just have great reviews, but um, they'll take care of you, and and um, they'll match you dollar for dollar on your deposits. If you want to deposit uh, before 7 p.m. Eastern time, they'll match you dollar for dollar if you use promo code QS. If you want to deposit after 7 p.m., they will not only match you dollar per, dollar for dollar. Uh, but they'll give you an extra $25 on deposits over 100 bucks. So uh, visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget those use, to use those promo codes when creating your account. So you play, you win, you get paid. Um, a couple things to, to uh, mention real quick. Shout out to Mike. I've been calling him Michael. I think I called him Michael probably 50 times. Uh, because that's, that's what his email said. So that's what I called him. Um, but, uh, he met up with Joe or Joe got to meet up with him at the Wake Forest game. And it, yes, was, cool, it was cool, uh, for Joe to meet a listener, right? It's kind of cool. Oh right? yeah. You ran into oh, a, another cool. one too, didn't you? Or someone who had listened before. Yeah. So. Another random guy. Like I said, I went there with, um, uh, my girlfriend's brother. So, he had a friend uh, there that was a Syracuse fan that he had listened, and then they ran it to somebody else that they knew that had brought up something about, you know, the podcast. So yeah, that's really yeah. Met cool. up with Mike, had a had a beverage, and you know, we talked about the podcast, about the game stuff. He was there with some family and friends. You know, good people. It was a good time. 
Yeah, awesome. Um, so uh, I there is a possibility, I don't know for sure, but it is, it is possible that I make my way to Syracuse this Friday. So I don't know. Oh. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be able to work it out yet, but I'm trying to. So um, anyway. Oh, don't lay an egg. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't what? do that. You, you did it to that. me. Yo, you said you were going. You said I know. You were going. I was excited. <laughs> I know. Um, so, um, by the way, just real quick before I forget, I don't, and 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 I forget to mention this: Syracuse under Babers is one in fifteen in November. Yeah. So <laughs> that's great. How many, how many games did Dungey start of those? <laughs> oh, none. <laughs> right. The real question. I don't think uh, any. I mean, I think maybe a few. Maybe a few. You think? Yeah. Okay. I know. I think. Well, I think one year he started in well, the Clemson game. I think was a game in November, and uh, oh right, and he got injured. I think that was his first year. Okay, yeah, ba- um, Baber's first year. Baber's first year, right? Yeah. Um, the injury to senior uh, DB Tyrone Perkins on the Ugh. was it a, a kickoff or a punt? I can't remember, but. Uh, he he had to stay. Thoughts and prayers with him because he had to stay in Winston yeah. Salem overnight. Uh, he he um he had to stay overnight last night, so I'm sure he's probably gotten back home now. But it was serious enough for him to um, stay and um, be in Winston Salem overnight. So um, you know that sucks. That's terrible. Yeah, yeah. It was it was bad. Bad break. But hopefully, yeah. I'm mean, not the best choice of words either. But hey. Yeah. No. <laughs> All right. Well, it is time for the one-minute recap. We are going to throw this down. It is brought to us today by J.P. Mulligans, 202 West Genesee Street in Fayetteville. Trivia Tuesdays. Uh, they've got the four to six happy hour Monday through Friday, and um, they run they run specials um, throughout the weeks on different days. But you go there for the wings. Grab grab some wings. Grab oh, wings. some beer. Yeah. And grab some wings. Right, just some, and you a couple go there, more wings, and a couple more wings, and you go there. Um, it, Joey it's, want wingy. Yeah, if uh, Syracuse is 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 maybe maybe you can't make it to the dome, or maybe they're um, maybe they're uh, at, at an away game. You go there, great atmosphere to watch the game with uh, other Q's fans. So yeah, that's it. JP Mulligans. A 41-24 win over Wake Forest in front of 26,136 fans. Syracuse sits 7-2 overall, 4-2 in the ACC. It wasn't the aerial assault of last week as Dungey only threw for 157 yards, but as we've seen all year, it's a versatile offense, and they showed it again this week on the ground. The Orange rushed for a total of 264 yards, led by Dungey, who had who'd netted for a 119 and a score, followed up by Mo Neal, 67 yards and a touchdown. Strickland with 64 yards. Howard with 12 yards, two touchdowns. Elmore was called on twice for six yards and a TD. Syracuse only scored on the ground, but the bulk of the 157 receiving yards was handled by Sean Riley with 64, Jamal Custis with 62. I say it every week, the Orange can get to any QB, and boy, did they, despite throwing for 275 yards. Sam Hartman was sacked six times. Guthrie, Foster, Mm -hmm. Ruff, Robinson. All got a piece of that action. The Syracuse defense also created three turnovers that the offense turned into 10 points. Those turnovers, in my opinion, kind of set Syracuse apart in this game. After all, they did not turn it over once, and they haven't in the past two games. So Wake 
Um, Wake's game plan, seemingly, uh, as I watched it, was to protect against the pass because Dungy had lit it up against NC State. And yeah. in doing so, he had all day to throw. Looking back on it, I it was I think he did the right thing, and he used his legs, and he made plenty of plays on his on his feet. And um, that's the edge Dungy could give you when he rips a team through the air. When he can do both, it is the question is how are you going to prepare for Dungy? Yeah, well, it's I mean the whole offense really. They Babers in his press conference, you know, or interview or something, he was talking about how middle of the game he had to talk to to Dungy and basically say, you know. If if we run you or if you run that, you know, that we're going to win this game like he pretty much they saw something and Wake Forest is a little banged up plus up like up front as far as the defense line. Plus, obviously, they were 124th coming in. So they were struggling. Right. Yeah. And, and Babers knew that they were just doing everything they could to take away those passes. Like we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. JJ has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine you were talking about um and uh yeah he just knew that they had to run and he knew that if Dungy did what he can do and then they were going to be able to win as they took advantage of it you know they had a little conversation about it but what i mean like you said if he can beat you with the pass and then if you concentrate on one side if you if the defense concentrates too much on stopping the pass or stopping the run you know, and they're not a balanced defense, which some some aren't just because they don't have the personnel. But um, then it's going to be difficult to strategize for Dungy. And then especially considering, you know, I know we haven't seen it um, in uh, two games, but Tommy DeVito factor is still there. Sure. Coaches have seen that Babers have, will put in DeVito. So, yeah, obviously Dungy's back in the driver's seat as far as obvious starter, but – uh, that's still got to be in the back of some of these defenses uh, coaches' heads, you know, is is DeVito as well. So I think just overall for a defensive uh, coordinator and a defense to to try to it's game plan for for our offense, over, over, overall offense is just difficult. Now, uh, we did give up some passing yards. 
Um, oh, but, yeah. That little Dorst, Dorst, Greg Dorst is, is a good receiver. He's only yeah. a sophomore. so Yeah, but the, on the on the bright side of giving up the yards, um, Matt Colburn uh, for Wake Forest, he rushed for 243 yards against Louisville uh, last week, and he was, he was actually held to uh, 67 yards on 15 carries yep. in that game. So um, there was a couple times when um, uh, Hartman – he took off a couple times. I think he had like a twenty-yard run at one point. Yeah. But um, and he looked like he was going to be a handful. But I'll tell you what. Like I say every week, I said it. Uh, just at the in the recap there, Syracuse defense can get to the quarterback man, and they rattled yeah. his ass hard uh, at the end yeah. of the game. He finished the game limping, essentially. Yeah. Oh yeah. He so. definitely at the end of the game he felt it just like Finley at the end of the game. Uh, you said it. Uh, our DNs can get there, and they—I mean—they ran a lot. You know, they had what 44 rushes as a team, so there wasn't—I mean, they had 37 pass attempts. Uh, but that creates stuff, you know. I mean, you can get a nine, eight, nine, seven, eight, nine-yard run or something like that. You get sacked, you know. Now it's third and ten, or you get these timely turnovers that we talked about. What were we plus three in turnovers? We were. It's just that, yeah. That that kind of stuff, you know. Um, it's it's just going to help. I know. They jumped out ten nothing early. Um, a lot of times, you know, offenses will have set scripted plays for like the first drive or something like that. So, and you know, they're pumped up, ready to go, and they do have a decent running game. Um, we didn't really know what to think about like Hartman. We got to get used to him. It's his first year of the defense playing him. So, uh, started out ten nothing, but you know, I really, you know, I really wasn't worried just because of how fast that we can score and. It didn't happen that fast, but we did what we had to do. It, it took about it took really for the offense to get going. It took about one and a half quarters. It was a lot, it was a little bit stagnant for a bit until they got the you know like, maybe they had nerves or something. But it took about a quarter and a half, and then they were off. I mean, matching at one point, I think they matched touchdown for touchdown for four uh, four offensive series in a row. Two for them, two for us. So, right. um, you know, and well, yeah, I remember, well, I remember it was, I think it was 10, nothing. I remember looking at the scoreboard, uh, there was like five minutes, a little over five minutes left. It was all, it might've been even under, but shoot, you're till you're looking at 10 minutes through the first quarter. I look up, it's 10, nothing. And then we actually did, um, we actually did end up, I think we got, uh, a touchdown was, and then I think we got a turnover and right. got another, I mean, we ended up, yeah. It was fourteen to ten at the end of the first quarter. Right. Yeah. It was a just the quick scores. It was that. It was that turnover. Uh, right. Uh, that did it to uh, put him up on that. But the the hundred and fifty seven yards passing for Dungey, by the way, uh, that moves him into second in uh, school history for passing yards, career passing yards. Moved him past McNabs and Graves. McNabs. McNab and Graves. Uh, only second to Ryan Nassib. So. Uh, yeah. Good for him. I mean, it's like every week he's getting closer to something or he's breaking something, and um, it's cool. It's cool to watch. So, well, it's uh, amazing too because you think about all the games he actually missed. True. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, he's he's breaking all these records and he's up there. I mean, even some of the records, like what's he like eighth or ninth in like the his like ACC history as far as like total yards, and it's like man. Yeah, he's up there. He, I mean, he's without with all the injuries, he's close to probably. I would assume maybe a, a 10 games, maybe even a full season worth of games missed. So, um, I mean, that could be a lot higher. So yeah, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, I wanted to give Ryan Guthrie. He is coming on strong. I believe yeah. he sits second in um, tackles, total tackles, sixty with 68. And he's got 40 solo in nine games. Uh, he's got nine tackles for 41 net loss. And he got his first two sacks of the season for uh, a total of 14 loss yards. So he came on strong. And, boy, he showed his stuff, too, when he <laughs> – he ripped Sam Hartman down that one time. He flung him like a rag doll. It was awesome. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. We love seeing that. You know, you gotta be a little careful, but I mean, hell, he's a he's an animal. So uh, good yeah, on he him. He played really good. Yeah. He played really good. I was impressed. Uh, you know, I just getting that ACC road game that has kind of eluded Dino Babers. Yeah. So getting that out. I mean, we're just there's there's a lot of things that it's that this team is achieving that a lot of it, you know, Syracuse teams haven't achieved in a long time. And yeah, uh, Frederick got his third interception of the year. Yeah. Um, on defense. And we talked about how we haven't turned the ball over in two games. I mean, that's been huge in those, yep. in those past two wins is taking yep. care of the ball and doing it on the road and snapping that eight game ACC losing streak on the road. That's right. awesome. And really, I mean, going into the dome this Friday against Louisville and then, you kind of get that, get that to be home for two weeks basically, and then you're just going up to New York City. Uh, that's going to be one hell of a game, in my opinion. Uh, Syracuse Notre Dame, but I won't look oh, too far ahead. Man, I won't look too far. We won't ahead. get too far, but right. yeah, it's. But, it, I mean, it's shaping up to be. I don't want to, you know. Right, I know. Um, so, uh, yeah, Notre I mean, Dame's I, got Boston College this week, so. Yeah, well, it's not going to be a gimme. Northwestern true. gave uh, Notre Dame a good shot, so. Yeah, yeah, dude, it was it. it was impressive. Their special teams is still is rolling too. Uh, our Andre Schmidt, dude, he's just automatic. He's he's going to be breaking records too. I believe he's going to beat the single season record for Syracuse for uh, scoring at some point. Yeah, he's on track, right? Yeah. So, and he's up there. He's I think he's already broken a Syracuse single season record for field goals. And I mean, man. They're talking about him possibly being All-American. So, how, how many did he hit in this game? Two. So he's—I mm-hmm. think he's twenty-five for twenty-seven then on the year. I think he's only missed two. Yeah. And he hit, yeah. and he hit two, and I don't think he's missed an extra point. So he's—he's he's hit yep. them all. Right. Yeah. Yep. And and you know, <laughs> like I said, it's special just, teams. They, I mean, he just fell on their lap. Oh yeah. He, he just fell on their lap. I mean, it's amazing. So, uh, anything left? On the uh, Wake post game, anything I missed? Anything you want to say? You were there. I saw yeah. a lot of fans leaving, or kind of early Wake fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, the one side got. You know, it says the away side, but there was a lot of Wake Forest fans. Um, they weren't very happy about the uh, the refereeing. I'll tell you that. Uh, that's the one thing you really don't get um, as far as being at the game. You don't get to see. Um, you don't really get you good uh, instant replay. Well, they videos. Well, they were. So I mean, like they, the Wake Forest. You know, they didn't think that that Jarvion Howard t- was a touchdown, where it looked like he it, like it tried was. getting in there twice. Right. It was. Um, and then, uh, the pass interference calls and stuff like that. Um, Those at the very, very most for Wake Forest are to their benefit. The very least they equaled out. If anything, they might have been up one or two on those, because there was. Some really I saw a couple re- times where Custis looked like he had his whole arm held. 
Yeah, he, oh, he had his old arm held one time. One time, the dude was like hugging him, jumping on him, climbing him like a damn tree. And they didn't, didn't even anything. call it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's horrible. So, yeah. yeah, the officiating. Look, and I'm not I'm not like Mr. Broadcaster or anything, but the broadcast kind of stunk. The camera angles and, and the way zoomed in stuff stunk. I could never see down the field what Dungey was looking at. He's holding the ball in this clean pocket. And I'm like, why isn't he throwing the ball? We never knew. Because it never showed us what was going on. So oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, it was it was kind of a Travis yeah. mockery. It's a beautiful, beautiful stadium though. Yeah, I like the way nice. it's set up. They got a little hill behind a, a yeah, end zone that. there where yeah. you can sit down. Those cheap cheap tickets too. I mean, those are less than twenty dollars. That's awesome. Well, they're trying to fill it up, I'm sure. Oh yeah. There wasn't but, I mean, many was... there to start. I mean No, there really wasn't. But like again, it, it was a beautiful stadium. Um Wake Forest came out and kind of, you know, they were riding probably the highest that they have all season. And um, they got handled. I mean, it didn't they, seem- they did. They came out in the beginning inspired. Uh, but yeah. eventually when we uh, figured out their main weaknesses and where we could attack them and, and beat them, that um, became too late. And then once we got up and they had to stop running the ball as much because they had to catch up with points. That was when um, the fireworks really started. We got some turnovers, some sacks, and uh, you know, it just we took control and we saw the, the DNs getting to the quarterback. And you know, that's what we want to see. We want to we want to score points and force the other teams to not be able to play that small ball. You know, they got to come and they got to score with us. So um, that's what happened. And we eventually, you know, we broke their will, took the game, and um, we got to see a good ending and in a good team and in our first ACC road game in three years i think well at least under babers era so yeah under babers so yeah all right. it was fun all right um wake force in the window in the in the window no in the window in the rear view mirror <laughs> rear view <What's> the- <laughs> it's time to hear from you the loud mouths from the loud house the best damn college sports fans in the nation all right, you guys know the deal. I propose the question at the end of every game. Go find us on Facebook and Twitter, at Q's Militia. You can always leave your comment there, and um, we will read it on the show. And we're chocked full of them today. But first, uh, we do have a poll out, but it's not ended yet. So we'll hit that when we come and do the um, – maybe we'll have two polls at that point. Who knows? So um, yeah. we'll hit that up um, probably on Wednesday when we come back. So, um, I do want to give stuff away, though. Everybody loves this. And uh, if you go to iTunes, and by the way, I'll be picking some random Spotify listeners, okay? Our Spotify listeners don't get enough love from us because iTunes has the, they have the market on the reviews, <laughs> pretty much. So, yeah. uh, we may choose some random ones at some point. Uh, but we have another awesome, glowing review on iTunes. And if you want, go to iTunes, give us a five-star rating. It does not accept ones, unfortunately, for you haters and the trolls out there. But go there, give us a five-star rating, give a written review. You give a written review, I read it on the show, you get swag, okay? It gets delivered right to your house. Um, and if I read it, email me at qsmilitia at gmail.com. So here we go. 207 Qs. Uh, Beyond the Barroom, great podcast, guys. This isn't your typical barroom conversation about SU sports and its fandom. These guys 
have as much fact as opinion and deliver great insight into how to watch a college football game beyond the play. Thanks for the platform and go orange. That is an huh? awesome review. That's an awesome yeah. review. That's what I'm looking for. I want to be, I want to be puffed up. Make Joe's head even bigger. You know, whoa, stuff whoa, like that. Whoa. Who said I have a big head, man? Well, you lack hair. Your head looks big. Okay. Okay. Fair. <laughs> so, um, all right. Let's start. Let's start with Twitter, shall we? At GeoHeater, our, our buddy GeoHeater. I'm going to bring GeoHeater Geo. on the podcast for a fan feedback segment. And he's going to tell you a little bit about himself. He does play-by-play for CNS basketball and football, I believe. I know football, but I'm not sure. Maybe basketball, too. But um, he's a talented kid. And um, he's doing something that he's working on. We're going we're gonna to let him come on and talk about that. Big Q's fan. So, at GeoHeater yep. on Twitter. Um Q's getting things done held Colburn to 60 yards, no TDs. Running game was huge and ultimately won the game. Uh, wind played a factor in the passing game. Refs needed to call a few pass interference on Wake Forest. Jarvion, two TDs. Uh, Neil and Strick, good. We are rolling. Watch Orange Heat on my YouTube. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> he plugged it himself through the uh, there you go. Through, yeah. through Twitter. Good job. Gee, Look at that sneaky. Job. That's very sneaky. That's manipulative <laughs> Smart. almost. Um, Smart, man. Hey. <laughs> yeah, right? Why not? At Jay Carpenter 74 buddy Jake, the passing game wasn't pretty today, but the run game and defense stepped up big. Looking at everyone that lost ahead of us in the polls today, we could be 14 or 15 on Tuesday, I think. Go Orange. Well, today, the AP poll and the coaches poll have us at 13. And yeah. before bef- last week, they had us at, what, 19, or excuse me, 22nd and 24th or something like that. And the college, the college football playoff poll had us at 19. So I imagine we could be, who knows? If those are thirteen, Joe, what do you think? Do you think they equal out? They even out a little bit at this time? Uh, or do you think it's even? I don't know. It's hard to say, right? Yeah, it's hard to say because again, I think um, as far as like the rankings go, I don't really think that there's any type of equation. I think that's more like a committee, right? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just it's all like about the other two. See. It's just different people. Yeah, and there's probably people in the room that think we're overrated. There's other people that probably think that we're the second best team in the ACC. And if you look at it, um, not unbiased and you look at actual losses, um, they're obviously going to look at strength schedule, but you look at losses and how they lost it. Um, I mean, we look pretty, we've talked about it before. So I think 13 is, it's really high and it's, it's borderline nerve wracking. I love it. Oh, yeah. Well, did you did you see that thing that came out? It said that the 13 teams remaining that could still make the college football thing. I'm just like, yeah. well, like why? And Syracuse is on it. And I was just like, why? Like, I don't expect that. Right. You know, yeah, we would I need know. we would need Clemson it's, to lose. Absolutely. Need Clemson. We need a whole bunch of people to lose. And we'd have to. Yeah, we'd have. I mean, it would be ridiculous what exactly would have to happen. So but when you're talking mathematically, just like we do during March Madness and right. things like that. Uh, you just take it one game at a time, and right. at the end of the season, it, the cream rises to the top. Um, yeah. No. Eh, sometimes, right? Well, basketball, you have Basketball's your own. Basketball a little different, yeah. Yeah, you have your own your own uh, destiny in your hands because you got that tournament at the end of the year. Right, absolutely. Football, so, you don't. You got to get there, and then you need there, teams yeah. to lose. There's nothing you can do. You just got to win the games ahead of you. That's right. Um, at 
at jrainer44, uh, handling business. Absolutely. So, Jamie, what's up? Oh, you know Jamie? Yep. Is he an ESM grad? Yes, sir. Oh, is he really? Oh, yeah. Huge, oh, that's fan. Cool. Huge fan. Huge fan. Oh, no kidding. I didn't know that. Yep. All right. He graduated with you? Uh, I think he was a sophomore when I was a senior, I believe. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Good buddy, though. At Matt Roman, no apologies to anyone. Good road win. At Oil Cuse, Captain Patrick, our buddy here, quality win. The defense played reasonably well and caused turnovers. I was worried the lack of P.I. calls would change the outcome of the game, but luckily we got through it. The Wake Forest coach is an annoying little uh, (laughs) B-word. Uh, yeah, so you don't get to see that aspect either when you're at the game, you know. So there's different yeah. aspects. Oh, know? he was he was crying a river, boy. Let me tell you, at Orange Fan five twenty four, awesomeness, and he goes emoji happy on that. Uh, oranges, footballs, claps, thumbs up, laughs, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, sure. Uh, Ted on Facebook. Oh, here we go. Seeing that I was there with the internet superstar. Oh God! I need Joe Joe Georgievich, it was one hell of a win. Wow! Look at look at this guy flattering. It's all facetious. <laughs> Joe says Joe's Joe says um, Joe Georgievich sitting next to me was my biggest highlight. So. <laughs> I didn't even sit next to that guy. What is he talking? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> that's uh, that's your that's Heather's. Brother, right? Brother, Joe. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. They just put that in there so that you could have this moment to make fun of me. You know that, right? <laughs> I, I would have got up and left. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not sitting next to this guy. The sun's beating on his head. It's 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 getting in my eyes. It's killing me. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Daniel. Da- oh, you had your black beanie on. Uh, <laughs> Daniel, sloppy. Now, Daniel, before I continue, because people commented on, on Daniel, but I, I don't think it was sloppy. I don't even know where he got sloppy from. He didn't even turn the ball over. It wasn't a bunch of drops or anything. At the very least, the defense let some some plays go, some bigger plays than I'd like to see. But other than that, I, I don't know. Um, maybe he was talking about Wake Forest well, or or himself. I don't may, know. Maybe. I don't know. Um, is it, yeah, Daniel or Danielle? I don't know. It doesn't it's matter. It's one of them. Does it? Well, there's a bo- there's a guy and a girl in the picture, so I don't know. Okay. Hey, it's one it's one of them. Yeah, it's one of them. Anthony, he's responding to uh, Daniel here. A 17-point road win in the ACC, more than happy. Christopher responds to him. I didn't see sloppy. I saw a team that came in with a great game plan that didn't work with the weather and the opponent and adjust on the fly and came out with a double-digit road win. Uh, Brandon responds to Christopher there. He says, agreed. They saw a weakness in the defense and kept attacking it. Uh, actually think besides some plays on offense and one or two on D, it was a well-played game. Yeah, like I mentioned, it's just like I yep. agree there. Um, just a couple big plays. I just didn't – two couple easy ones, man, um, that led to touchdowns that, that, that were a little bit um, questionable. Punt return? Um. Yeah, well, no, I was talking like, what, what was that dude's name again? The receiver? Greg Dorsch. Dorsch, Dorsch yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that, he, boy, that punt return he almost took to the house oh, right before yeah, he, yeah, right before he kicked it. I looked, I looked at my buddy uh, Joe, and I said, that's a good receiver, and he's going to make a big play today. And then he did, literally did that. And he, Joe just looked at me. He's like, you called it. <laughs> well, but, that's why you I have mean, a podcast, he, bro. He had 95 yards and a touchdown. 
on top of that nice little punt return. So yeah, absolutely. Um, Lori says, "Great win! It's amazing. We can actually say we're seven and two. Yeah, seven and two. Two fourth down plays away from being nine and zero. That's awesome. Bubba, seven and two, and it's not basketball. Right. Bubba's back. I've been downing them all season long, and they made me look like." S-H-I-T, every time, good win, Cuse. Steve, you remember Steve called Bubba a turd disturber? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Steve responds to Bubba. Bubba, that's something coming from you. Kudos, sir. So <laughs> that's pretty Well, funny. maybe it's a trend. Keep doing it. Yeah, right? Uh, Coach Gravelding said entertaining. Yeah, absolutely. I, yes. it, it was entertaining. Paul, as I've said all season, a win is a win. End of story. Robert, uh, first road win in two years, 41 points. Three more turnovers, good win no matter how you cut it. Absolutely. Robert, he says again, he says, Dungy creeping up 2,000 career rushing yards and 9,000 passing. What a warrior. Now, I would say one thing about Robert, judging by his profile picture, which is a Raiders symbol. And as a Raiders fan, I just got to say, why the hell would you even bother putting that on Facebook for people to see it? Golly. Well, well, Sean, because some fans actually <laughs> live through the good and the bad, I've and they watch lived... every game. You know, the ones they call uh-huh. the true uh, fans. Right, true fans. Okay, uh, <laughs> I've been used and abused by the Raiders, getting my hopes up, breaking me down, rebuilding year after rebuilding year. I'm good. Wake me up. Wake me up when they're playoff. That's the, okay? that's the day. That's the Davis way. Just win, baby. Yeah, just win my ass. Just win one game this year, <laughs> but they. <laughs> <laughs> they have five first-round draft picks coming in the next two years. So, uh, Charles, great game. Can't wait for Louisville. Aaron, a shellacking. Aaron, you know what? I am I like that. It kind of was a shellacking. Um, Kevin, great game. Cuse. Donald, here comes Donald. Here comes the troll Donald. King troll. No. Can't spell suck without SU. Now, this, this is like one of those old, tired, like, insults to Syracuse. But you use it, though, when they lose and they do suck. So when they when when you say that to an SU fan and Syracuse is losing and they actually do suck, when you say that it means something. Right. But when you say it when Syracuse football is seven and two and they're kicking ass and then you say it, now you just look dumb. Pretty right? much. Right? <laughs> and and you're just you're wasting it. You're wasting a card, man. Yeah, why? Keep that hold that close to your chest, man. Save that for when they do suck. Don't waste right. it. Right. Golly. Right. Dang. Because now it's like when they really do suck, you got to come up with something better. Right, you can't you just got, say that again. Then you got nothing in the cupboard. So come yeah, on, and do bring better. On, bring do on better, the trollery. Donald. Bring on the trollery. I encourage the trollery, but you got to do better than Donald. If you're going to be a troll and you're going to get on here and you're going to leave a comment, come up with something that makes sense, okay? Because yeah. Donald's just not making sense. Steven says a road win in the Babers era has been all too rare, but we got it. Uh, Dave. Any road win is a great win for Syracuse at this point. Who's a Mike? They took care of business. Richard, uh, great win on the road, but concerned about injuries, especially on the DBs. Joe, yeah, they, they there was a little bit. I mean, Alton Robertson went down at one point. Right. Um, what, there was a- again too. That's that's the other thing. You know, again going back to the positives and negatives between going to a game and watching it on TV is when that kind of stuff happens. You don't really catch. The, pay, the player flow as much, you know, when somebody goes down, you don't know how serious it is. You don't really get to pay too much attention. Right. Um, I, I did see that Alton Robinson was he went down and it didn't look good, but then he got back in there. So I didn't really know what it was or how serious it was. Um, did they say anything about Mo Neal? He looked like he, he, he looked he like, looked con- he, concussed. That's 
what we're all worried about. That's okay. What it, that's what yeah. it looked like on TV too. So okay, you know, he's yeah, laying kind of flat for a minute and. Um, well, I don't think he went back in after that. But. Well, I don't think he did either, and he was getting checked out. But the thing about it is, um, we've got, and this is part of my poll. You can go to Twitter at Cuse Militia on Twitter and take the poll. Um, just who would you put in? Who would you put in for first down? Who would you give the rock to on first down? Because this is really tight. Eric Dungey, 100, 107 carries, 509 yards. He averages 4.8. He's got nine TDs. Mo Neal, 100, just seven carries less than Dungey, 409 yards, averaging 4.9, 26 TDs. Strickland, 64 touches, 290 yards, 4.5 average, six TDs. Um, Howard, now Howard's only carried the ball. 38 times for 215 yards, but he's averaging 5.7 yards yeah. um, in three TDs. Now, the thing about the question is, is Jar- you like Jarvion Howard on third down and close to the goal line, but you're averaging 5.7 yards a carry. Um, maybe you hand him the rock on first down once in a while. I mean, that was my my thought. But Mo Neal, so, he's s- such a huge part of, of getting some of this offense rolling that um, – you know, it would suck to lose him for a, a game or two due to a concussion. It really would. So regardless, yeah, even think, though it's Louisville, I don't. You know what I'm saying, Joe? Yeah, but we've been pretty good at, you know, the uh, the next man up mentality. And yeah, and you got you got three good. Or you have two really good other running backs. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Especially on the offense, with the amount of um, receivers that have that have helped. You know, Ravion Pierce is out for a little bit, so it got some of the other tight ends some. Some burns, so now you know some of the other guys can come out and be a little bit more confident. I know the offensive line rotates a couple guys, and uh, they do the same thing with running backs, and we've rotated quarterbacks. So when one goes down, I think they still all stick together. They all still understand the game plan, and there's really not too much uh, too much difference. But again, when you when you lose a, a playmaker like that, then you know it definitely obviously doesn't help, right? Right, absolutely. So um, anyway. That's it. That's it. Any yeah. any final thoughts on fan feedback? No. Yes. Now, if you're going to troll, do it better. That's my. That's my. Pretty much. Right. As yeah. far as the end of the game, as far as the game goes, uh, I just love the fact that, I mean, for once in such a, I, I don't know how many fans out there like me have sat and watched and hoped ever since Greg Robinson. Like, and you've had a couple glimmers of hope every once in a while, eight and five season from Doug Marone and Nassib, but. I mean, the way that it, it, where it got to and what it's been, it's just been like, uh, and to be able to actually go on the road and albeit not a great team, but we went on the road and we haven't won a road game since Babers has been here and we dominated. We got to a point where we made a running team have force. We forced a running team to have to, to. Throw the ball. Trade punch, trade punches, and throw the ball, uh-huh. and it just—I mean, our defense and our defensive line just was salivating, and we finally—and that's some of the best stuff to watch. Who doesn't yeah. love watching when, when the defense ends attacks? Oh yeah, attack quarterbacks. Like yeah. who doesn't want to see that? Who doesn't want to see points get put up? You know, who doesn't want to see? You see, you you look at a team trying to give it all they got, and they can't. It's just no matter what, they just don't have the talent or whatever coaching, but they just can't in that game. No matter how hard they try, catch you, and that usually was us for the past however many years. You know, it's you sit there and it's like they're we're itching and we're scratching to just try to keep up with a team, and we just don't have it. And for us to be on the other side of that, and then with the rankings and the record, and well, you know, 
the seven to two record and, and stuff like that. It's just, it's awesome, dude. Yeah. Just, I mean, I, McNabb, I was 15, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15 growing up. That was awesome. I remember a little bit of Marvin Graves, but as far as, you know, my uh, obviously adult life, this is by far the best, uh, yeah, absolutely. The best team, yeah. the best team, the most exciting season, the way that it's gone. Um, and I hope that it can get carried over to next, next, it's, this Friday coming it's up. It's nice seeing your team respond, especially on, well, on both sides of the ball. I mean, they kind, they kind of did right. on defense. They've come up at the end of games on defense. The past two games, NC State yep. and this game, second Hartman when it really counted and yeah. really, really making them uh, like literally wobbly. The dude yeah, was they're wobbly. Just putting in full, so, they're putting in full yeah. complete efforts yeah. on all sides of the ball, special yeah. teams. And again, usually that's that's not us. I mean, absolutely what, no. We usually we fall, how many time times have we series? fallen apart? How many times did we just fall apart that's when I mean. things got that's stressful? What I mean. You know, you have a game in November, you away game in November on the road against the ACC opponent. You go down ten nothing, and. You come back, keep your composure, come back, and basically take the game. Once they were ahead, that was it. They and it never got... your wheel. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Uh, that was it. And you could feel it, and the Wake Forest fans Good. knew it. Yeah, they knew they were it. Like, they... they were like, yeah, yeah, these guys don't got anything. There was plenty of time for them to come back and win, you know, realistically in a football game, and there was people that were leaving like... Yeah, they wanted to go have lunch. Halftime. They are like, done. They are done with it. So, um, yeah. all right, cool. Let's um, Let's do this. We've got Syracuse basketball. Okay, they start their much anticipated season against Eastern the Eastern Washington Eagles of the in the Big Sky Conference. It, the game is Tuesday, November sixth at seven p.m. in the Dome. It's going to be um, interesting to see w- what we got with with Howard, with um, Washington, and um, um, Jalen Carey. It coming, right. coming off of injuries, and we'll have to. I guess that's we'll just have to keep our eyes on that. But well, we uh, still got to wait and hear if any of them are going to play, right? Right. Yeah. Well, we we had heard that that um, Frank Howard was going to be ready, that he was going to start practicing this week, and that he was going to be ready for the first game of the season. But if, that was the initial. That was the initial. Well, that was a couple weeks ago, so we don't really know. But Joe, the reason we have you here is because no one's even heard of the Eastern Washington Eagles out of the Big Sky Conference. And so you're going to tell us about them, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> if, uh, for what I know, I... That did I, not I, sound very confident at all. Well, I'm trying to, you know... Have I they played back, basketball before? They have once or twice. Um, <laughs> okay. No, they... <laughs> I remember last year uh, they were pretty good. I went back and looked, and uh, they ended up, I think, twenty and five for the season. Um, no, that's, that's wrong. Good. Twenty? No, that's definitely wrong. Yeah, but there's more um, games in that. What's that? There's more games in that. Yeah, there's way more games. <laughs> they had a twenty. They had twenty wins. Um, okay. They went thirteen and five in the Big Sky. That's what it was. So. Um, and they ended up. I think they lost to Montana in the Big Sky Championship. So they were one game away from from making the tournament. Pro, well, being a 16 seed, probably or a well, 15 whatever. seed, but yeah, still. Uh, either way, making the tournament, right? Yeah. So we were, but we they barely did. made it last year too. So yeah, well, they had they had um, a senior laden class. They had a, they had a seven footer and another guy, um, Bognin Blizz. I'm going to kill his name, Blizznik, that's or something do, like Joe, that. That's what we do here, brother. 
That's okay. what we do. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so he, he averaged like 21 points a game. He was like their main guy. Only, I think only guy that averaged over uh, double digits last year, but they're all gone. Um, and I believe it's Shante Leggins, I think is, is, is the name of the coach last year was his first year. So I think he kind of got a little bit of the fruits of the, of the, the seniors labor and some of the people that were there. But, um, he also had a lot of like, I think he had a five player class last year uh, to get some guys in. Um, so he's got a lot of forwards and stuff. They don't have as much, you know, that seven footer last year. I think the tallest guy is six, nine. Um, and where I'd like to go and, you know, again, we're going to mention it a lot. Um, this, this whole, um, this whole year really, but just, you know, Ken Palm, Ken Palm has Syracuse starting off the year um, eighth. Wow. And Eastern Washington is really not even close. I'm still scrolling. 186. Okay. Yeah. They're like the so fourth and fifth team, is, I think, out of the big sky. What you're saying is... Cues by a million. Is that what you're, is that what <laughs> yeah. Well, I would never say a million. But, you know, yes, that's what I'm saying. Oh, uh, is we should... Come on. We shouldn't, we shouldn't have a problem. Uh, obviously... Um, they're, they're a smaller team, so they're going to be more guard-oriented and stuff. But um, you know, we might not have any of our point guards. It might be battle uh, playing point guard. I think their starting point guard might be 5'11", one of their main guys. But um, I don't know too much about, about this team uh, because right now it's kind of going through the – whatever this coach wants um, as far as his systems and stuff. He's going through and getting his guys going through that phase. Again, they just had – Really good senior uh, senior players in uh, in size last year, so um, it's probably not going to be as uh, good a season for them. They're going to be probably be a little ups and downs, especially with so many young players out there for them. But um, uh, I don't think it should pose a problem for us. All right. <clears throat> well, I don't Cues either. by a but, mile. By a million. You like a mile better? I mean, I don't know which one's more ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, so, I mean, we just got to do it. You know, this is why you come here for the for Joe's expert analysis. This is why yeah, right. you listen so you can know who the hell the Eastern Washington Eagles are. And uh, according to Joe, they ain't squat. So this should be <laughs> this should be fun, right? Watch them lose. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> I love how you put words in my mouth. I mean, it's a basketball game, so I, know, <laughs> I mean, I UMBC know. beat Virginia last year, so I'm not going to go That's out and true. say that anything. But if we come out and play the defense that we were playing, is even anything semblance even close to what we were doing last year, uh, and we just be smart with the basketball and understand the size difference, just go out there and play, then. I mean, again, we should, we should be fine. This should be just yeah. a normal first regular season game that we kind of go in and might be some butterflies in the beginning, might sure. be slow start, slow but we start. should be. That's the Syracuse. That's the Syracuse stamp right there, brother. It doesn't matter really what time of year <laughs> it is. Is always a slow start. So, um, nah. yeah, 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 pretty much. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, thanks again to Mike for uh, for um, shouting shouting Joe out on uh, Twitter. And yeah, I'm yeah. Too getting together. That was cool for Joe. I can't yes, wait sir. to do something like that with you guys. And um, shout out to Zach. There's Facebook Zach and there's Twitter Zach. Shout out to both of them. James on guitar. Uh, my bookie. And um, um, JP Mulligans. Yep. Also, everybody that participated in the fan feedback, you guys know the drill. Yeah. I just I have to say it because I got to let you guys know. 
how much we appreciate you. So we'll come back here Wednesday. We'll give you the uh, Eastern yeah. Washington Eagles post game, whatever, blah blah blah, whatever that's going to be. And then, and then we'll give you the Senior Day football game that um, is going to be played on Friday night against Louisville. So that's it. Yes, uh, for, for, get pumped. Yeah, definitely. So for Joe, I'm Sean. We are out. Hey. This has been the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. Be heard. Contact us on Facebook at Q's Militia Podcast and tweet at us using hashtag Q's Militia. Save on Cox Internet when you add Cox Mobile and get fiber-powered internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go. So whether you're playing a game at home, yes, cool, or attending one live, no! you can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at cox.com slash internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the U.S. to H2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement. Other restrictions apply.